LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Anna. Welcome to the One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel center ministry every week. Now, Derek, uh, did you grow up doing musicals at school? Uh, like, I don't take you for a musical theater person, but it, but did Inabara, you know, did, did high school have uh, have musicals growing up? And were you a part of the ensemble cast? I am very familiar with the theater, Scott. <laughs> Why do you ask? I've just, last night, I uh, sat down with Natalie. My wife's a uh, music teacher, so I sat down with Natalie. We started watching Hamilton uh, online. I don't think I'm going to be able to go to America anytime soon. So I thought, hey, let's introduce her to a bit of musical theatre. She's very musical, but uh, not in the in the popular sense, in the sort of Gilbert and Sullivan, Oklahoma, um, you know, old schooly sense. So mm. we started watching Hamilton. Mm. And what what is this? Uh, instilled in you a desire to go back to high school and be in musicals? Well, it has, yeah. <laughs> we should probably talk about that later then. <laughs> now, the one thing's brought to you thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network. We're also part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. We'd encourage you to check out our network page. But for now, we just want to uh, press play on a quick ad uh, about a great ministry tool. Online training. It's easy to talk about and it's hard to execute. Do you spend a lot of your time training new members for ministry teams? Do you ever wish you had an easier way to develop your team leaders? Well, Ministry Grid could be the thing for you. It helps you develop leaders in your church and train new team members. It provides online training courses, thousands to choose from, or you could build courses yourself. The goal? To make it doable for you to train more people well in less time. There's a free three-month trial available. Get access and book your free onboarding session at churchinabox.online forward slash ministry hyphen grid or check out the show notes. But for now, you've pressed play on another episode of The One Thing, online training. So one of the uh, things which everyone has had to move towards, obviously uh, under COVID, is working out how they do things online. Now, if you're anything like me, you're sick of having meetings online, but the reality is that they're at, at this point in time, even in Australia as uh, isolation list, we still can't meet together as we want to in a room. Um, but one of the helpful things of this, you know, even with, amidst the challenges and the pain of this, there's been some opportunities and things we've realised uh, that training uh, doesn't all have to be at every point under the same roof. That is, there's great benefit of being in the same room, being face-to-face, only things we can do there. But there are some things which we can do and can deliver online. So just want to take a few moments today to think through how it is we equip and train the saints, that, that Ephesians 4 idea, uh, within both the current context, but not limited to the current context. Because I think one of the things we've found in the last few years uh, we've been exploring is that a combination of using online tools for training and face-to-face is probably, in the current age, the most powerful way in which we can raise up and equip and train people. Scott, start with the Bible, first of all. How, how are you uh, talking to churches about equipping people for the works of service? Uh, so Ephesians, Ephesians 4.12, uh, 
you know, cracker verse, and it comes in the context of, you know, Ephesians 2, where we've actually been uh, called to salvation. You know, our, our, it's that we're saved by grace through faith. And we, we've been called for a purpose, you know, in uh, 2.10, you know, Christ has prepared good works for us in advance. So what's then the role of, uh, of pastors, teachers? What's the role of leaders in the church? It's to prepare people for uh, works of ministry, uh, Ephesians 4.12. So the work of ministry, which has that ultimate aim of actually building up the body of Christ. So, uh, I, you know, Paul uses that great language, uh, that great body language, which uh, really captures the fact that God has given, Christ has given the church a whole bunch of gifted people uh, who we have the purpose of loving one another, of, of reaching out uh, and making Christ known in our communities. And so I think one of the key roles of pastors is actually that equipping role. Uh, so that what you've just said there is not necessarily a, a theological truth for COVID. That is just a theological truth we're saying. Uh, just training, equipping, the raising up the, the saints to roll them out and help them and serve them and grow them, all those kinds and, of things. And hopefully it's not controversial either. Hopefully, hopefully it's not a controversial thing. I, yeah. I, I think though in our circles, often how we've understood that equipping as well, we're just going to read the Bible, you know, one to one. Now that's a straw man and uh, that's, you know, really pushing hard into it. But, but often the equipping has been, let's, let's teach people how to, to read God's word. And that, that is true. We, we need to be growing people in, uh, in their handling of the scriptures and, and our leadership, you know, leadership starts with character. Uh, and, and it is, it is a discipleship, you know, it is a discipleship process. Ministry teams are one of those key places where maturity and growth uh, happens. But as part of that growth as well, we, we want to grow them in comp- you know, competencies and skills of leading. And so I, I think one of the big, you know, one, one of the big things we've been really identifying seeing over the last few years is, is that concept and that idea of the leadership pipeline of actually helping people move through uh, the serving layers and the leadership layers in church and recognizing that there are, there's a shift that's required, a shift in uh, time, value and skills. What we're pushing into here is in the current environment um, and outside of this current kind of isolation, there are other ways in which we may be able to more effectively do that, get to those ends. Uh, what are some of the ways, the reasons you've seen that, that the online training can be used uh, both now and in the future effectively? I mean, the reality is like pre-COVID, we were, we were really busy people. Uh, we weren't watching musicals uh, in, the, in, in the evening and binging on, well, we were probably binging on Netflix, but, uh, but we had a whole bunch of other things. We're dropping kids off and, uh, you know, attending, attending things. So, so there is that reality that for a lot of people, it is hard to attend physical meetings. Often in churches, you know, I face this uh, husband and wife couple, you know, one person can go. Um, and so when church has training, you're often, you know, sending your wife one time and then, you, and then you're going along yourself. And so you're not actually able to physically do a lot of training together as a husband and wife. There's a reality of shift workers uh, and we, you know, we do have a 24 seven economy as well. So, so it is hard to sort of put on a time when everyone can get along to it. Um, also, I think often, uh, you know, physical, physical meetings, uh, they're, they're helpful for some people in training, you know, like, so, so we, we obviously have grown up in, you know, Western culture where you've got someone at the front and they, they speak and you learn and, and, and we've, I think we've progressed in our pedagogy and our understanding of learning. That's not often the, the best way and the only way that people learn. So using online training exposes, uh, you know, maybe people have English as a second language. They can watch someone and they can also see, uh, you know, see their words, words and actually have a whole much uh, greater level of understanding. Likewise, you know, you know, stand-up instruction isn't often the best for when you're trying to learn a skill. So part of that we've been saying there is actually not you're not saying don't meet physically and meet online. You're saying make the most of the opportunity 
utilize that time when you can get face to face and maximize the relational opportunities there. Yeah. So we'll put a link to a talk that uh, Daniel Lim did last year at multiply 19 on, um, on just a, you know, a phrase high tech, high touch. It comes out of, comes out of Harvard. Uh, and so it, it's the idea that we want to use technology to deliver, you know, often content and information pieces where people can go away and reflect, but you actually still need to do the, the teaching for understanding. You actually still need to bring someone in and say, okay, you watch that video. What were the two or three things you learned? Uh, what are the blockages for you? There still needs to be that face-to-face element. Likewise, this training uh, is only a part of all training. You know, there's the 70, 20, 10 rule, uh, which is, you know, if you, if you read stuff, it's, it's more 56, 24, 16. Uh, but the idea that 70% of learning actually comes from doing. And so I think, that's going to be the place for a lot of our training. We're at church. We're on the welcoming team. Yes, we've watched the welcoming video. That's been really helpful. But then we actually sit down and, and we go, oh, you know, Derek, it was really, I was really encouraged when I saw you, you know, do this. Uh, that was really helpful how you connected up this person with this person. That was great. You know, that, that showed real, um, uh, you know, real, real understanding of the video and session that we did a couple of weeks ago. That's really, that's helpful. So, and that's part of the challenge is when you're talking about online training to people, uh, often in their heads, if they've never done it before, they're thinking, oh, you want the people within my church just to sit for two hours and watch something or read something online and then you think they'll be trained. And we're saying, no, 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 this is just about how you deliver one part of the training, a very small component of the training, in fact, so that when you get together with them face to face, you can work out where they didn't understand what they did and then the relational part of watching them walking alongside them is the bulk of the training in order to embed what they've read there. Just how to deliver some other content. Yep. That's it. That's it. And, and, and I, as I said, I think spiritual formation, uh, character formation, it does take place in the context of relationships, you know, because the other, you know, the other feedback that I reckon often happen in, in, in teams is, Hey, uh, you've got conflict here or uh, actually you didn't, you didn't do, you didn't do a great job here. You actually let the team down, you turned up late or, um, you know, here's where you actually haven't, you know, followed the practices and this has caused, you know, X, Y, Z uh, issues. That's where, that's where the real growth is going to happen. Uh, so one of the, one of the tools that we've been using over the last uh, couple of years and exploring to help with online training and help churches do that in their context is ministry grid. Um, there's lots of uh, tools out there you can do. We've just picked this one for a number of reasons. One, you know, the interface is really helpful and they keep improving it. Uh, but secondly, the ability to both create your own content and the huge back catalogue that they've got in there, as well as what I know you'll push into, Scott, how we're making Australian content available. We've, we've landed on ministry. Talk to us a little bit about um, what it is, how you've seen it used, um, what the, the benefits of both ministry and then other learning tools like this are like. Well, as you say, it is, it is a really helpful uh, learning management software tool. So sitting, sitting behind a lot of the content is... A, a really helpful tool that's been designed specifically for churches. And I think a key part of our partnership has also been uh, actually teaching churches the framework for leadership development, the framework for actually uh, equipping leaders in your church. And I, and I think that that's a really important step. You know, so when we talk about the ecosystem, we talk about, you know, the purposes and being intentional. One of those key areas is, is the serve function. We want to see people gladly sacrificially serving. And in order to do that, you actually need systems and structures. And so ministry grid is a key, uh, you know, structure and system tool. In terms of the content, last 12 to 18 months, we've been working on developing lots of really quality Australian content. So there's a, an onboarding course for team, you know, being a team member. We've created youth mission courses, 
membership and integration courses. Uh, we've also created a whole number of sort of videos that actually help you just with your you know leadership skills and training. Uh, but but even better than this, uh, I think COVID has sort of shown us that it's very easy to sort of do a, p a quick point and shoot, uh, you know, point and shoot, you know, training training uh, training video for your church, and it's just so easy to upload on this tool and then share it. Uh, so that's one of the the great you know the great usefulnesses of Ministry Grid. So when you're when you're saying that, what we're saying is this is not just rolling out other people's content necessarily. Although you want to leverage that, it, it is about personalising some of this. So shooting a you know what a thirty second one minute video introing saying, hey, uh, we're going to look at uh, kids ministry today. Um, here's, there's going to be a video from this guy you've never seen before, but it's really helpful. Watch this, and when we get together, we'll talk about it. That kind yeah. Of stuff. That's it. So I mean, I'm using it in my local my, my local church, our uh, maturity pastor. So so we use the M structure in our church. Our maturity pastor sent a whole bunch of training videos. Now, after the fact, I kind of said to him, did you know that we've actually created a small group course and you could have used the listening skills. You, you could have used a number of different pieces of that course and also included the four videos, that excellent videos that you've done as well. Uh, that, that just means he reduces some of his time uh, but also he can uh, he can put his own customizable content because because we really you know we want to see uh, the faces of our leaders uh, in our you know in our church context. But you know everyone's everyone seems to be developing the same training materials. And I kind of I, I just I just think there's an opportunity there for actually working together on this. And it's not going to be exactly how we want it. But 80% often you know I keep saying 80% often is uh, is is okay. So what we thought might be helpful actually was to hear from someone who's actually implementing online training on the ground, not, not just at the moment, but who has been doing it for the last couple of years, uh, to hear from them how they have used it previously, how they're using it at the moment, uh, which will give us a bit of insight into how you can use Ministry Grid or an online training delivery tool at the moment. So we've welcomed Tom on, who's Tom is a producer of your show. Uh, he sits behind the scenes, but he's also a great city. He's in the MAG area at uh, Gray City. Welcome, Tom. Hey, Derek. Hey, Scott. Good to be with you. Excellent. And uh, how have you guys been using this for a couple of years? I remember when actually Daniel Im came out a few years ago, you guys were, were some of the first people that he met with to talk through training as a whole church, leadership pipeline, but also just to introduce you to Ministry Grid. So how have you guys been using it? Yeah, so Grace City's been using Ministry Grid for roughly two years now. We started doing that when we had about 150 adults on a regular Sunday. So helpful to realize that Ministry Grid isn't just for big churches. But two particular areas that I'm able to comment on uh, is magnification, so Sunday gatherings and our kids' ministry. In magnification, we use Ministry Grid particularly when we wanted to develop new leaders. So whether that was magnification uh, band leaders or whether that was even an AV leader, once we identified someone who was uh, competent and also godly, uh, we could assign them and then follow on with actual in-person discussions, uh, some training that uh, will help them realize what it means to be a team leader and how that's different from just being a really great team member. And so we were able to use Ministry Grid to help us um, raise up leaders within the magnification context. And additional to that, maybe a magnification Sunday specific thing 
is that we could, uh, we found that all of the roles people were doing were very different. So the drummer's job is very different to the singer's job, is very different to the uh, piano player's job, is very different to the audio technician's job, and very different to the person clicking the slides. And so rather than training everyone together on exactly the same stuff, we realized that we could give instrument or role-specific training. So the audio person could get audio training, the drummer could get drummer training. And so we really appreciated the ability not just to train everyone at the same time, but the ability to give out specific training to different people using Ministry Grid. We also have been using it in kids. Uh, So the kids ministry use it whenever they want to onboard a new team member. Um, So that person needs to know the basics of child protection. They need to know basic check-in procedures, as well as the theology and what makes um, their particular church's kids ministry different. And so we can transfer all of that information by assigning them some ministry grid course material before they show up for their first time. And that means that the meeting that you do have with the person is less about information transfer and is more actually about getting to know the other person, uh, doing question and answer, handling their objections and and their questions as they start serving in the kids' ministry. And then one final thing to say would be that the kids' ministry were using it in the lead-up to their quarterly team meetings. So instead of actually having the training element where the information is transferred, taking up some of the valuable time when you are already meeting, uh, the training would be sent out ahead of time and then everyone could come to the meeting and you could actually spend time discussing it and digesting it as a team instead of um, doing the information transfer part as part of the physical meeting. Yeah, that's really helpful. Uh, Particularly to hear you say that that, uh, rhythm you've got that the online training hasn't reduced the time that you spend with people, just increase the opportunity that you have when you're with them. All righty. Well, we're going to do hear from Scott in the toolbox and look, Scott and Tom have been wrestling with our American brethren uh, for the last little while in order to bring you an amazing deal. Gee, that sounds slimy, doesn't it? It feels like a used car there with a set of stained cars. Anyway, but it is. Uh, we want we want to help you do this uh, ministry grid online training, however you do it, uh, in your context, well to grow and mature people. So, Scott, what do you got in toolbox today? Well, obviously, you've got to jump in and access your three three month trial. That's obviously one thing that you want to take away from this. Uh, the last month, we've produced a number of free training courses by Jay Jensen on mission, Andrew Heard on the ecosystem, and Al Stewart on preaching. The links are in the show notes. Uh, access those I think now is a great opportunity you know particularly with your preaching to be working on on that in this time where we've got a lot of uh, not yet Christians looking in watching in there's also a talk from Daniel M that I mentioned from Multiply 19 uh, and also a bunch of resources from the Reach Australia conference on this serve ecosystem area as well and finally uh, just we'll just provide a, a quick link to the 70 20 10 framework for those who haven't uh, interacted with that before Scott, just before we finish, uh, what's the one thing you want to tell us about online training? One thing is use this opportunity that we have during COVID to actually innovate and try online training with a few of your ministry teams. All right, if you like what you've heard today on The One Thing, we'd appreciate it if you just take a minute to rate the show on iTunes, even leave a comment. But thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. I'm Derek Hanna. I'm Scott Sanders. That's soon. Um...